Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hi, how you doing? It is I, Diana Jebbia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Took a week off last week back with you. I would like to say that was because I was at BravoCon, but then I would be lying. So uh, no, that is not why I took a week off last week. But hey, uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok, Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. I did a lot of BravoCon coverage there. I was pretty much stalking everyone's social media accounts, so you don't have to do it. You're welcome. Just making your life easier. That's what besties do. And while you're on there, uh, on Instagram, that is, Check out Believe. They're over at Believe Lifestyle and Believe Network. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. So as I mentioned earlier, BravoCon was last week and I was not invited and I am not salty at all. Just kidding. You know, it happens. I get it. I would have loved to be there. There's always next year, right? I tried to make BravoCon couch correspondent happen because that's most of us, right? We're looking at stories. We're watching all the people who are there. We don't have to worry about running and waiting in line and panels. We don't got any blisters on our feet. We could be sitting on our couch with some nachos or a slice of pizza, flipping through the action on social media. I am one of you, and it is great. I love that. But, yeah, a lot went down. Just a few little recaps because, again, it is on my – most of them is on my TikTok. I do have one up on my Instagram. So Lisa Renna got booed, which – Normally, I wouldn't say this, but like I she deserved it. She has been nothing but horrible, especially in this past week's episode of the Beverly Hills reunion, which we'll get back into in um, which we'll get into in a little bit rather. But yeah, she got booed during the Beverly Hills panel and class act like she is. She flipped everyone off. I hope you could hear the sarcasm dripping in my voice, although I really shouldn't critique her because I don't know how I would have handled that situation. Not much better. Um, apparently Jen Shaw allegedly tried to crash. And I say allegedly because like that's just the word on the street as Giselle Bryant says. She, so what happened was, what happened, that I feel like this from a thing. My friends in college and I used to see that all the time. Um, and I don't know what it's from, but I feel like other people understand it. But yeah, she was originally invited to BravoCon. Again, this is all allegedly. I I don't know for sure. She was originally invited to BravoCon, and then she was disinvited once she pled guilty, which Andy kind of did mention this. He didn't say she was disinvited to BravoCon, but he did say that they, like, parted ways. I think he said it was the end of their engagement, which is funny because I I wonder if that was a nod to Meredith Marks. Once Jen Shaw pled guilty, that was the end of her engagement with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So I guess by extension of that, she was no longer allowed at BravoCon. But Andy had the Legends Ball one night, which like everyone got dressed up and they went to watch. They filmed an episode of Watch What Happens Live. Really good episode. If you haven't seen it, it's probably on demand or on Peacock. Not sure. Um, I know they're showing BravoCon. I was going to call it PeacockCon. <laughs> BravoCon panels on Peacock. So I wonder, I think the Legends Ball, it would make sense for it to be there too. Great episode. They did squash the beef. So if you haven't heard of that, it's from like housewives from different franchises who have problems with each other. Like Andy calls them up to the stage and tries to moderate, emphasis on tries to moderate a little uh, argument resolution with them. Some of them work out, some of them don't. 
So that the Legends Ball, again, it's like all the shows. So it's the Housewives, Below Deck, Summer House, Southern Charm, Family Karma. Like literally, if, if you had a show on Bravo at one point, you were pretty much there. The only two current Housewives not there were Diana Jenkins and Jen Shaw. So I feel like from that we can assume Diana's probably not coming back. Um, so Jen Shaw, her alleged goal was like, well, I'm going to bring my gown and bring my glam squad and get all dressed up and crash. Watch what happens live. I'm going to crash Legends Ball. And Tamara Judge is saying that she came into her room. I heard, I think I heard Tamara say she used her glam squad, so I don't know if if Jen brought hers or if she used Jen's to get touched up or whatever. I mean, she used Tamara's to get touched up or whatever. But Tamara was like, yeah, she came into my room and was like, oh, yeah, um, got her glam done and said, I'll see you at the Legends Ball. Like, I'm going to crash tonight. And then apparently they had an idea she was going to crash. So they hired extra security at the Legends Ball. I'm interested to know. Don't get me wrong. I am not a Jen Shaw sympathizer. That's the word. Um, I, you know me, I have been like talking out against her since episode one. I was never really a fan of her. She obviously pled guilty to these charges, these horrible, horrible things she did. But I'm wondering what the reasoning was behind not letting her go to BravoCon. It's not like they can't be associated with her. She's still on a season of the show and she probably contractually has to appear at the reunion. Uh, they gave Teresa an entire spinoff when she was in prison. So I'm wondering what the hesitation behind allowing Jen Shot BravoCon would have been. Like, what what would have been the issue? She, I don't think she's making money. I really don't. Well, I think they do get paid to be there. I think I heard on Heather McDonald's the Juicy Scoop podcast they do get paid to be there. So fine, like don't pay her, and then she goes. I don't really know the reasoning behind that. I'm sure there was something justifiable, but. I'd be curious to know. So if anyone has any links over at NBC Universal and you could tell me why Jen Shaw wasn't allowed at BravoCon besides or because she pled guilty, like what the reasoning behind that was in more detail, hit me up on Instagram. And then another huge thing that happened at BravoCon. I love this. I don't know. What do you think about it? DM me. Ashley Darby from Potomac and Luke Gulbrinson from formerly from Summer House and Winter House they're getting together like bravo posted a picture on their instagram and it said bravo after dark and like they were they were getting a little snuggly um and we know that ashley is going through a divorce right now which like thank god i know that sounds terrible mom if you're listening you're like oh my god she's just happy someone's getting divorced the the guy she was with was trash i can explain it to you one day over text or something but the guy she was with was trash he was older than her i have nothing against age differences that's not like why he was trash he I'm just saying this is painting the picture because I realize saying it back to back makes it sound worse he was older than her um he like didn't want to have kids with her and then he had kids with her and then this whole time like he it seemed like he had a weird crush on Juan Dixon who was one of the housewives Robin's husbands and then he inappropriately touched a cameraman like that was the whole thing I don't know if it was an allegation or if it was proven but on the show it was like a whole thing that they talked about the accusation and everything and he denies it and he cheated on Ashley twice how could I forget that he cheated on her once when she was pregnant and then a second time so 
this guy is bad news and this episode of Potomac we're only this episode this season of Potomac we're only two episodes in three episodes in I don't remember but it's following her separation from him and I mentioned this last week or two weeks ago's episode they were looking to buy a house together through an LLC so not like it's not like gonna say on the house like this is Ashley and Michael's house it'll like they'll name the LLC so like if they have a business I don't know like Darby Incorporated I if that's the name of it I'm sorry I didn't look it up like I'm just spitballing here but let's say they call it the LLC Darby Incorporated that allows them to like put the money in it together and buy the house that way and have it in both their names but still only Ashley have the house so she pretty much did that for financial reasons to be able to afford the home she wants and everyone's like no like that's so stupid the whole point of getting divorced is so you're not tied to this guy and now you're getting a house under an LLC under his name you're just financially taking yourself into a bigger tie with him and in a bigger hole and just seeing her with Luke who is young handsome like super lumberjack strong model man like oh this is what Ashley needs. She needs to forget the dingo, Michael Darby, and go with the lumberjack, Luke Goldbrunson. What do you think about that pair up? You need to let me know. DM me. I'm like curious. Most of everyone I've heard of, they approve of it. I just hope that Luke kind of gets his act together because like when he was with not with Hannah and then Sierra, like he was just super messy. So Ashley is a gem. So he really needs to improve on that. How funny would it be if he became a house husband? He's not a Dillard. Chris Bassett. Oh my God. How funny would it be? Stay with me here. If like Luke was a house husband of Potomac and he goes out to dinner with like Ray, Eddie, Gordon. Oh my God. Juan, Juan Dixon. I am so glad Juan Dixon is not here right now. Said no one ever. Um, Who else? Who am I forgetting? Did I say Ray Huger? I don't remember if I did. But, oh, and Chris Bassett. That would be gold. Just because I think they're already an entertaining group of men. And they're, like, so chill. But I don't know. I just feel like Luke would kind of just be, like, lumberjacking. And he's still young and in the summer house party days. I feel like he'd be hardcore partying. It would be such a stark difference from the Montauk crew to hanging out with Potomac. Because, you know, they're, like... A little bit more high society there. Remember the whole first season was about etiquette. It would just be so hysterical. I need to see that happen. He would be building an igloo for everyone. Okay, I got to stop. I really want that to happen. But that's, yeah, that's BravoCon in a nutshell. If you went, I'm glad you had a great time. Um, I do want to spend some time talking about the Beverly Hills reunion because things are just so crazy. So one thing about this week's episode and it's kind of what I touched on earlier with Lisa Rinna. Okay, so we found out something interesting. Remember when Erica posted a picture that looked like she was throwing Garcelle's book in the trash? Because what had happened was in order to promote the new book, this is way before the season ever started and we just got the trailer out. Garcelle posted a clip from the trailer from the 70s theme party when she said, Erica, I don't need to make you look bad. You do that all on your own. And she said, you want to know how she can make yourself look bad? Don't buy my book. Like, ha, ha, ha. And Erica got offended. So she posted a picture of Garcelle's book in the trash and said, hey, Garcelle, I know you unfollowed me, but I bet you'll see this. Something to that extent. 
Well, we all thought Erica posted it because it was a first-person view of a trash can with a book in it and a bunch of other stuff that does not belong in recycling but was touched on, and you bet we will cover that. Guess what? It was not Erica's trash can. I'm going to give you a guess. Take a guess to, um, to guess who it was. I'm pausing so you can respond. Yeah, it was Rinna. Was that believable? <laughs> that was a little like correspondence we just had there. Yeah, it was Rinna. So Rinna, what had happened was Rinna, there was a group chat, which this is so shitty too, by the way. We find out there were two cast group chats. It's kind of like Mean Girls. And I guess Lisa, Erica, Kyle, and Dorit were on one. And Sutton, Crystal, and Garcelle were left off. Because Garcelle's like, I'm not on that group chat. So Lisa threw Garcelle's book in the trash. Sent it to, like, the group chat where Garcelle was excluded. And then Erica, because she's part of the group chat, had the picture. So when she saw that Garcelle posted the thing about her in order to promote her book, she was offended and posted the story. I... I don't love this. I don't think anyone loves this, by the way. So here are my things that are wrong with it. Number one, like, that's just Erica stealing someone else. I don't know. That's just, like, total when you do a group project and you don't help, but you write your name on it. That's kind of what Erica did there. She stole someone else's shadiness. So... Not only is Erica getting heat, like, that's such a terrible thing. You threw someone's book in the garbage. But as I mentioned before, there were a bunch of random things in that trash can. There was a, a phone was most memorable. Uh, I feel like there were a bunch of bottles in there. And then there's a book. So clearly the Rinna Hamlin family doesn't recycle. But Erica was getting the heat for it because she's the one that posted the picture in the first place. And Andy, I love that he brought that up on the reunion. He's like, well, whoever's trash can it was, like, you don't recycle. And Lisa was like, Harry Hamlin, as if we don't know who she's married to, threw the phone in the garbage. And <laughs> Erica was like, yeah, people thought that was that was Tom's phone. Was it worth it? That's my question. For you to make this shady little dig at Garcelle, which wasn't even your own original dig, was the constant pestering about you not recycling and just looking like an overall petty human, was it worth it? I have a feeling Erica would respond yes, to which I uh, fine, I guess, whatever serves you. But to me, no. That's a resounding no. It does not work for me. But go off. We weird flex, but okay. Um, another thing that happened in the reunion, uh, our girl Philly Diva on Instagram. They did touch on that with Diana. Um, by the way, again, the worst person to share a name with, only coming in second to Carlton Jebbia, who I just be so fortunate. I'd be fortunate. I am so fortunate to share a last name with. The sarcasm is dripping, my friends. And if you remember, just a recap of that. Philly Diva posted a meme about Diana Jenkins back, I want to say it was sometime over the summer, and in her bio on Instagram, it says she's a black content creator because she is a black woman who creates content. I mean, that's pretty straightforward, right? But not for Diana Jenkins, because when Philly Diva, whose real name is Kristen, by the way, so when... Kristen posted that. Diana retaliated and said the dumbest thing ever. And she was like, it can't be easy being a black content creator. And then Diana was like, oh, your page said black content creator. I took that to mean dark as in like 
sad, like dark humor. Oh, it's not my place to comment on whether or not like she's right or whether or not I believe her. But like it does seem a little too convenient. And either way, it just was like so disrespectful to Kristen. And she I don't want to say she had to know what she she was doing because again like I speak Diana doesn't speak English like I mean she does it's not her first language is what I'm trying to say English is my first language so I can't really comment from that standpoint and I can't comment in Kristen's shoes either because I am not a black woman however I just feel like Diana I don't know it just it, it was icky it felt icky and it should have been made good on much quicker than it did so there was some drama there and they tried to clear it up and on Kristen's page, she did come like back and basically say that. Oh, let me read it. Diana Jenkins lied last night on the reunion. I have to figure out how to get my ass to BravoCon this week. And she did end up going, which good for her, by the way, because what you're not going to do is lie about me on national television. Um, and then she said, I can't even articulate how angry, hurt and disappointed I am. I am sure to her I am nothing, which is why she thought it would go unnoticed if she commented the post of a page that had less than 10 followers, four pictures of me in an event, and one meme of you that someone else posted on Twitter's Twitter 24 hours before I did. I feel like my embarrassment and traumatic event was fodder for Bravo TV and Bravo last night. Bravo Andy, sorry, last night. And no one was really concerned about the truth. I really hope this human has had her last stint on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Everyone should support um, Kristen. So it's at Philly underscore or no not underscore period diva sorry I got my symbols in my head mixed up Philly period diva on Instagram such a bummer like having someone on a show like just come back at you and like you're embarrassed and all that and again I can't speak for the language barrier however I can speak for being a good human and if you screw up you make good by it and it just took way too long for Diana to do that um those were really the two high points wait hold on did I talk about I didn't sorry this was last week um Jamie Lee Curtis on the reunion this was a joy this was a joy to anyone with a heart I should mention she did a guest appearance on the reunion because obviously she had the episode where she promoted her charity my hand in yours and Dorit was like obsessed she was Dorit was literally all of us fangirling on Jamie Lee Curtis's products and I had a moment like that last night when I was somewhere I'm not gonna like name drop because that's weird but I was at a a place last night with celebrities that like I get excited about so I had a Dorit moment last night okay so I know how it feels um so Jamie Lee Curtis came back on and she was so sweet she is such a like respectable classy lady everyone how do I sound like I'm like a Hollywood jerk everyone I know who has worked with Jamie Lee Curtis which is not many people but like you know you hear stories from people who hear stories that she is one of the best people to work with she's polite to everyone she is so nice and that is why I say my friends it is nice to be important but it's more important to be nice she is the embodiment of that. So she came on. What I'm trying to say is with all the runaround, she came on the reunion and she was just so thankful to be featured on Beverly Hills because apparently the night she went on uh, or the episode she was on and promoted her charity, like that was the most money they've seen in donations ever, which is such a beautiful thing because obviously 
reality TV, you know, people are like, what is it doing in the world? We don't need that. It's nonsense. It's like, no, this is proof that it's a freaking good thing sometimes. And when there's a cause that people want to support, especially like even um, like social movements and stuff, the Bravo community has been really vocal about it. So like we can do good things and we do good things. Okay. Um, beautiful example of that. And not only that, she came on and said she renamed the wind chime. So remember, as I mentioned earlier, she came to Kyle's house on the episode she was on and showed all the items for her charity that you could buy and the money would go to support it. It's the children's hospital, by the way. Um, so she had one of them was the my hand in yours wind chime. And Dorit was just making the best comments the whole time. And when the wind chime came out, she was like, oh, that is the most chicest wind chime I've ever seen. The black on black amazing and it was so great it was so great so jamie lee curtis renamed the wind chime the dorit chic wind chime and i went on her website just to fact check even though i never doubted you queen i've never doubted you and lo and behold it is called the dorit chic wind chime and she named her charity um it's my hand and yours, and then the tagline is, like, the chicest children's charity. And I love Jamie Lee. It's just, she's a good sport. Like, I want to make her a housewife on Beverly Hills. What do you think about that? You should let me know because people, when I posted on TikTok about Jamie Lee going on the reunion, they were like, oh, so boring. They didn't need that. We don't need her on the show. I'm like, do you not have a heart? Excuse me? You don't talk to that way about our original screen queen, Jamie Lee Curtis, a.k.a. Lori Strode. Come on. Have you no culture? Have you no class? Apparently not. Um, okay, I feel like this is a good part to wrap it in a chic little bow. Um, so I will talk to you next week once again. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble for 21 minutes of your life. I hope it was productive. I realize sometimes things come out of my mouth and I think they make sense in my head. And then I hear them back and I'm like, ooh, that sounds like I just talked and letters came out and the letters were not arranged in a particular order that would make sense to anyone else or it comes out as something that like I didn't necessarily mean it not in a bad way but it's not the point I was trying to make it was close to it but but not the point I was trying to make so I hope this made sense to you again you can always dm me I love to chat with you follow me on instagram at diana jebbia g-e-b-b-i-a while you're there stop by believes pages give them a follow believe lifestyle believe network believe is spelled b-l-e-a-v and I will talk to you next week bye Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.